0: Time for our regular conversation about Chicago history with WBEC's Lisa Labas and TikTok historian Sherman Dilla-Thomas. The Nation on Monday paid tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And today I want to delve into Dr. King's time in Chicago, what drew him here and the struggle to bring change to our city. So joining me is local historian Sherman Dilla-Thomas. Hey, Dilla.
1: Hey, Lisa, there's no way you can talk about Dr. King being in Chicago without talking about the late great Chicago historian, Tamil Black. So I'm super pumped today.
0: So you bring up Tamil Black right away. I'm, I am not familiar with his history working with Dr. King. What do you, What do you know about that?
1: Oh, glad you asked. See, we we mistakenly think that Dr. King only came to Chicago in 1966 to try to help integrate uh, the city's neighborhoods. But Dr. King had a great working relationship with many of the dope Chicagoans that we think of before 1966. People like Earl B. Dickerson, Thomas Dorsey, uh, gospel legend, uh, Mahalia Jackson. Uh, but one of his, his closest relationships was with the great uh, Tim Black. Tamil was the first person to invite Dr. King to preach here in Chicago. Mm. Um, he got brought up here uh, in 1956, as a matter of fact. He was supposed to preach at the First Unitarian Church, which is on 56 and Woodlawn. Uh, but when the University of Chicago found out that the great young preacher was on his way to Chicago, they instead moved it to Rockefeller <laughs> Chapel. Which they stole is him. The- yeah, right. Uh, Rockefeller's on the University of Chicago campus, and uh, they had a huge crowd. And it's considered his first major speech uh, here in Chicago, and that wouldn't have happened without uh, the great Tim Black.
0: So so Dr. King comes to Chicago. What's his strategy in 66?
1: Well, in places like Birmingham, right, Dr. King will march downtown because down south, their downtown was the heart of their cities. Uh, but marching downtown in Chicago didn't work. In Chicago, the heart of our city is in our neighborhood.
0: So going downtown, like the Loop area, that didn't really make much sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're trying to change hearts and minds, right? So they right. decided to move those protests from downtown to the uh, neighborhoods they started out first in the chicago lawn neighborhood uh, marching in uh, i should say chicago lawn community area uh, they marched in gage park and Marquette park toward uh midway airport which was strongly all-white neighborhoods o-
0: okay so what did they find
1: there well they were met by the kids of white chicagoans who had already moved away from black folks once uh, so not only did they attack the marchers but they were also attacking the police who were there to protect the marches.
0: So why didn't Dr. King find success in Chicago?
1: Well, uh, Chicago was uh, was a was a different pony, if you will. Right. Uh, He was going up against Mayor Richard J. Daley, who at the time was the strongest mayor in the country, probably the second strongest politician behind uh, LBJ. In um, other fights, too. Right. Anytime the local government was kind of resistant to change, King could compel the federal government to make a law or to intercede. Right. When they wanted to march, they could send the, the National Guard to help them. Uh, and this uh, LBJ was 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 pretty powerless to, to Mayor Daley, number one. And number two, they had already passed the Civil Rights Act. Um, so in theory, what the federal government could do to help the situation they had already done. Uh, And then the other thing is, right, and no disrespect to the people down south, but like the Bull Connors of the world or other small town mayors, they might have only had like a high school diploma, right? And, you know, King had a doctorate, but Mm -hmm. Richard J. Daley had a law degree and he he had been playing Chicago politics his whole life. So he was a formidable foe, that's for sure.
0: You know, just trying to wrap my head around Dr. King trying to butt up against the power that is Mayor Daly at the time, it must have been kind of like trying to tear down a brick wall that is Daly with a spoon.
1: Daly wasn't afraid of King or what King could bring to bear. And then the other thing uh, that I guess we should also mention, and, and it's important to mention, African-American churches really were not very supportive of Dr. King when he came to Chicago. And the reason being is uh, Mayor Daly's Democratic machine was yeah. in charge of the patronage jobs. And so um, There's a famous story of Reverend Clay Evans, whose yeah. church needed uh, a lot of repair. He allowed, he wasn't scared, he allowed Dr. King to preach there. And they denied his building permits all the way until Richard J. Daly passed away.
0: Oh, man. Okay. That is that is some entrenched politics right there. So this is local historian Sherman Dilla Thomas, and you can find Dilla on TikTok, and he joins me every other Tuesday here on WBEZ. Thanks so much, Dilla.
1: Hey, thanks, Lisa.